Oh, right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Renegade EDC podcast. My name is Chris, and I am once again your host. Today, we are going to be talking about challenge coins. And in today's episode, um, I'm going to attempt something new. So not only am I doing the audio podcast as per usual, I'm also going to attempt to upload this to YouTube. So if you're listening to the uh, the podcast, I'm also going to link the YouTube channel. If there's not a new video up there, you'll know that it went horribly wrong, did not work in any way, shape, or form, and uh, we'll try again in the next one. Okay, uh, so let's go ahead and get into the episode so, uh, in typical fashion, we are going to start out with a quote, but I also wanted to start out with the most recent book that I have acquired and uh, read, and that is the newest book from Jocko Willink. Uh, this book is called The Code, The Evaluation, The Protocols, Striving to Become an Eminently Qualified Person, and this book is is fantastic. This is kind of like a a minimal field manual for what you should be doing to make yourself a a, a moderately better person. Uh, this is just like a, a a bare bones exercise, eating right, being a decent person. So I want to read the uh, the little preface here at the beginning. The code. Without an objective, the objective will not be reached. Without a goal, the goal will not be reached. Without a standard, the standard will not be met. Without a mission, the mission cannot be accomplished. Without an ideal, the ideal will never be realized. Without a clear path, the path cannot be followed. Yet, we, as human beings, often go through life without any of these, and so we wander. We wander aimlessly, moving without making progress. Days, months, and years pass us by. Time is wasted, which means life is wasted, and potential is wasted. Our own potential squandered. Meandering through life, instead of becoming who we could be, instead of attaining our highest possible manifestation of being, we simply become whatever we become. We fall short. In so many ways, we fall short. Fantastic book. Uh, this book is available on Amazon um, right around 10 bucks. It's a really quick, easy read. You can see here, it is not a very thick book. We are talking about less than 100 pages. Uh, it took me all of a couple hours to get through this. Not a huge book, but some, some amazing information in there. So let's move on. Let's get the quote uh, taken care of. And this quote comes to us today from Theodore or Teddy Roosevelt, the original bull moose. The quote says, the most important single ingredient in the formula of success is knowing how to get along with people. I chose this quote because um, 
today we have such a polarization among people. We have a lack of empathy. We have a lack of compassion. We have a lack of understanding. We have a lack of ability to perceive things as someone else does. And these are all things that we could improve upon to, to unite each other. You know, we hear, we hear all the time today in, in the news, you know, especially today with it being Inauguration Day, uh, everybody preaching unity. Unity, empathy, compassion, understanding, coming together as a country, breaking party lines. But then on the same note, you see some of the same people that have made these comments turn around and they, they don't empathize with the, the people on the other side of the aisle. And, and both sides, uh, I'm, not, I'm not throwing any stones at any particular individuals, um, both sides are, and I think probably some of all of us, uh, to, to a point, are, are guilty of lacking in empathy, compassion, and lacking in an ability to perceive things in a different way. You know, the only reason that we think that the opposite side is wrong is because we believe a certain way, and the only reason that they believe that we're wrong is because they're, they believe in a certain way. And the only way that we can ever bridge those gaps is to change our perception, to look at something from the other person's eyes and you know, find some common ground. So perspective, empathy, compassion, the most important formula to success, and this is business, personal, country. The most important formula to success is knowing how to get along with people. So um, I think that that quote has a tremendous amount of, of power. Uh, I want everybody to, to kind of just mull that over, think about it, revisit it. Write it down on something. Think about it over the next few weeks. Um, as we're in this polarizing time, I think that this is a quote from a very great president in our history that can shed some perspective and enlightenment and empathy to all of us. Okay, so today's episode is is about a, a topic that I really, really enjoy. Uh, I talked about this just a smidget in episode one when I was talking about what is EDC, uh, and that is the challenge coin. Uh, so in episode one, I talked a little bit about minor backgrounds, minor reasoning, why I carry a challenge coin, and I thought I wanted to go into a little bit more depth to that because um, I had quite a number of people that, uh, that reached out to me um, over the holidays having watched that first, or sorry, watched, listened to that first podcast, uh, that they had some additional questions about challenge coins, um, some things that I didn't highlight on, some additional things that I could have brought into a little bit better light. So today we're going to go into that. Uh, my first talking point is uh, what a challenge coin means to me. And I did touch on this uh, a little bit in that uh, episode one podcast. Um, you know, it, it's got a fidget factor. So, so looking at one of these coins here, I can sit and just kind of twirl it in my fingers. I can feel the texture on the coin. There, there's a lot of 
mindless fidgetability that I can get out of this coin. Uh, most of my coins uh, are brass or some kind of material that patinas and changes with time. So as I as I rub my coins, as as I uh, fiddle with them, uh, they change, uh, they they age, they patina, they wear, uh, and that that means something uh, to me. Uh, so the fidget part is is an easy one. Doesn't have much thought in it. It's just a, a mindless act of of spinning a coin, rubbing a coin, rolling a coin in your fingers, doing tricks with it. All of those uh, things. Uh, but with a lot of coins, and I mentioned this with my Men of God coin in episode one, is it's also a challenge to be better. It's a, a reminder of a message that you you want to strive for. Uh, and we could go right back to, to the quote. That quote would be a fantastic challenge coin quote because it's something that we could look at time and time and time again for decades, for millennia, centuries in the future. We could look at something like that and we can strive to be a better person. Uh, and I've even done the same thing. You know, challenge coins aren't the only, only way to do this. I've even done it with tattoos on the inside of my right bicep. My tattoo says, but... For the grace of God go I. The only reason that I'm in the position that I am in is because of grace. Because of that grace, I have a family. I have a successful business. I have my health. I have all of these things are by grace. And that's a reminder to humble myself and not be judgmental of other people. Especially in today's day and age. We've, we've got a lot of judgment out there, uh, and that's, that's just a simple reminder to judge not, just plain and simple. Same kind of thing can come from a challenge coin. So that men of God always makes me strive for strength to mount up on wings as eagles maintain strength. Um, but various other coins can have various other reasons. There is symbology, there is verbiage on all of them that all have different meanings to different people. So a reminder to be better, to challenge yourself, and another thing is to honor a friend. So with a lot of us in the EDC community, um, there, there's a fair number of people out there that have started, uh, started their own businesses. They're taking their joy of EDC and they're, they're turning it into a, a side hustle. They're talking. They're interacting with people in the community. They're building something interesting. Uh, and, and one of those people uh, that I've, I've connected with really well, and we'll talk a little bit more about his coins uh, here in a little bit, uh, is uh, Captain Ricky. Uh, another one is uh, Pete AF. Uh, both of them... Uh, fantastic members of the community, and they've taken the the process of, of making a coin and, and kind of spread it around with the people that make their coin, collaborations with people, collaborations with leather workers. Uh, so it's, it's this huge connecting item. So it's a, it's a piece of, of carry, a piece of EDC that I can enjoy that was made by a friend that he collaborated with other people, other friends, connections, tribe members uh, of the community, and it, it's all interlocking and tying us all together. And then last but not least is pocket jewelry. 
you've seen many of my photos on my on my Instagram where I feature my handkerchief, I feature my knife, a coin is a lot of times in the background. Uh, I specifically made a wallet to make it easier and more comfortable to carry my coin every single day. Um, this, this coin or these coins are very important parts of my everyday life for many of those reasons that we, we just talked about. So another item that I talked about just in a minor capacity in episode one was the origin of the challenge coin. Now, we don't know exactly when the challenge coin came about, but we know when it started to show up in in documentation of kinds, drawings, literature, uh, different things like that. And one of the first places that this showed up was in the Roman military. Uh, so in the Roman military, and this is uh, by a lot of people, or at least in my uh, generalized research, um, the Romans are kind of thought of to be that first person, that, that first entity that really started the, the challenge coin. The challenge coins that were awarded to uh, Roman uh, legionnaires were identifiers. Uh, they were medallions or tokens that indicated their uh, what, what legion they were in, what kind of positions that they had, different things that were identifying marks, something that they could use that uh, they could take pride in um, and show everybody else. So a little bit of a, a boastful, maybe even uh, braggart kind of thing, uh, but that, that's definitely one of the, the first places uh, that it showed up. Um, one of the first times that the, the challenge coin really became prevalent in America was in World War I. Uh, and we have a fair amount of documentation uh, throughout World War I of instances like this, but one uh, that uh, I actually had, this, this podcast had been planned for, for quite a while, but for some reason I had this story that I remembered, but I, I couldn't track it down. I couldn't figure out where it was, and I still have a limited very, very limited information on it. Uh, but here is the, the gist of the, the story. So an American officer, uh, a very wealthy officer, uh, commissioned a group of medallions for his air squadron. And he awarded these, uh, these pilots in the squadron this medallion that had their kind of um, symbol, their, their coat of arms, um, their designation was on this particular coin. And it's something that they all carried. It was in a leather sheet, uh, sheath. Um, it was something that all of them had. During uh, the, the various battles uh, that occurred, um, one of the, the squadron members got shot down. And when he got shot down, his, his body was, was scavenged by, by locals and... Yep. So his body was scavenged by locals, but they did not take a lot of his somewhat meaningless leather items. Now, stashed in this meaningless leather item was his medallion that, of course, had all of this symbolism on it. This pilot ended up uh, fleeing uh, and ended up, I believe, getting to France, where when he got into France, he was captured and was going to be imprisoned and killed uh, if it wasn't for his medallion. So pulling out his, his medallion and 
presenting it to his uh, the people that imprisoned him, the coin ended up being seen by one of the officers uh, in this establishment, and he recognized the sim- symbolism for this air squadron. That challenge coin was the only thing that stood between this pilot's death and his life. That thin line was bridged by something as small and as possibly menial to someone as this brass coin. That, I mean, if there's not a, a better story there about uh, challenge coins in American history, <laughs> I, I don't know what is. But there are many other stories. Uh, so that one was always the one that stuck out to me the most. And I know that I, I, I read it in a book about World War I, um, the history of World War I and different different instances that happened in there, but I can't remember what book it was, and I ended up finding this excerpt online uh, talking about challenge, coin, challenge coins in, in particular, and that that paragraph was in there. So uh, I was really happy to have found that. So now all I need to do is pull this information, track down the book that it was out of, find it, and then mark the page so that I have it forever. Uh, outside of that, there is a lot of other, or are a lot of other instances where people claimed that challenge coins have saved their life. And we actually see this repeated in movies a lot of times right now, where someone has a uh, a metal cigarette tin, they have a coin, they have something in their uh, pocket. And I think even in um, Deadpool 2, in Deadpool 2, Wade Wilson had this token um, from the first date of his girlfriend, um, a skee-ball token. And Cable, of course, took it when they were in the prison, and then when they're doing the whole time thing at the end, Cable goes through time, puts the coin uh, in the chest pocket of Deadpool, and then when he shoots him, it hits the coin, and Deadpool survives. So there's a reason that it's in those movies is because there are so many instances of it coming up in history in the West, in the military, in war times, all of these instances have coins, pocket watches, compass, cigarette tins, all of these things protecting someone's life. You know, the the bullet hits it by some miracle, some law of numbers is broken, and bam, that bullet hits that, that coin. But still, if it had the chance to save one person, it's just a coin. That's huge. Absolutely huge. Outside of the the military, these being gifted by officers, these being carried by general people, they have expanded into a, a seemingly unlimited um, area. I mean, I have coins from People in the EDC community, I have challenge coins from whiskey distilleries that I've gone to. I have a challenge coin for one of the cigar and pipe tobacco groups that I'm in. And that segues into the new age pocket pocket jewelry challenge coin and something that, to my knowledge, started in Germany, which is the coin check. 
Uh, a lot of people that carry challenge coins, you may uh, know about this, and a lot of people in the military may know about this because it happened with patches. It happened with all kinds of different things where you and your platoon, your whatever, would be at a, a bar and you would have this coin check. Everybody has a coin. Who doesn't have it? You get to buy drinks for everybody. Uh, so this did start in Germany, and I believe that, that was around World War II times. Uh, and then it, of course, expanded into various other um, branches of their military and militaries of the world. This became a challenge coin, coin check, patch check. Uh, all of these things became somewhat of a, uh, a man's drinking game. And I have actually seen um, local places. Uh, there's a, a rotary group uh, that I was a member of for a while, and they did a pin check. So if you were, if you were golfing, if you were at the bar, you were wherever, uh, and they brought up, do you have your pin? If it wasn't clipped to your lapel, you're the one buying drinks for that day. So challenge coins, coin checks, it has evolved into an immense number of different things throughout the years. So let's, let's talk a little bit about my coin collection, uh, why I have some of these coins, and I only brought out a few of them uh, that have, have a little bit of meaning to me or um, are just interesting overall. So the, the first coin that I'd like to bring up is the 1706 coin. So this is a coin that is a collaboration with a number of people, definite uh, nautical roots uh, in this. It says, the sea knows no forgiveness, has a, um, has a captain's wheel, has the 1706 sun pattern or compass rose uh, pattern. Uh, and this has a lot of symbolism to the group. Uh, the group was started to kind of bring light to, to makers to help with photography for EDC and as a collaboration of uh, real gentlemen in the, in the community. The one that I know the best is, of course, Captain uh, Ricky, who um, I would count as a great friend. Um, and we, we talk all the time in various Instagram, Discord groups. Um, we support each other's ventures. Um, Really tremendous guy. And that'll lead me directly into the second coin. Also, from Captain Ricky. This has his logo on the front of it. And the Umath Umathrope logo on the back with the hummingbird. Uh, really gorgeous coin. Mirror black finish. Great size. Smooth edges. Brilliantly designed. Absolutely brilliantly designed. This coin is not only a fantastic coin from a friend, but also brings up another topic, a little bit darker of a topic. And that topic is content theft. And this is going to be something that, uh, that we're going to go over in a, in a future podcast, talking about photography and content in the EDC community. But... This coin was so well designed, looks so gorgeous, that within a short period of time after this coin being released, 
we may have discovered somebody that was pretty directly trying to copy it. Um, it's, it's just crazy to me. Uh, <laughs> uh, still almost can't believe it. Still takes um, my speech away. But that's, that's something that you, you have to worry about. With, with today's day and age, again, um, content theft is, is an incredible thing. Because this is going to be a future podcast topic, I would like to have stories from those of you that are listening. Have you ever had issues with content theft? Um, I don't need names or anything in, in particular, but I would love to get some messages uh, to have some stories that I can include in that podcast where we go over this information. So that was kind of my segue uh, with this coin and talking about content theft is I would like to include some of your stories in the next podcast. So reach out to me. I'll write them down. I'll put them in my podcast uh, notebook. We'll, we'll talk about them. Let's move on to the next coin. So this next coin is from uh, another really good friend in the uh, community, and that is Pete.af. This guy made a gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous coin, extremely detailed, has an immense amount of symbolism in it that I can't even scratch the surface of, um, just for time's sake. I think I could probably fill out a 10 to 15 minute podcast on this coin alone. Just this coin. Um, there's there's a lot of stuff packed into us. We got maps, we have the X marking the spot, we have all kinds of symbology on the front. A gorgeous designed coin with the compass rose on the front, a nautical rope going around it. I mean, just an absolute ton of symbolism. We, we, we could really talk about this coin forever probably my most um well-known coin in the community actually comes from pete's pirate life and there's there are people on both sides of the fence about pete and i can i can very confidently say that i've been on both sides of that fence as well <clears throat> i think that what pete has done for the photography community and for the EDC community has been absolutely exceptional. He's built an incredible follower base, loyal fans. He has produced some absolutely amazing content, fantastic content. Um, you can't dispute any of that. But I have also seen uh, a lot of his drops, a lot of the price points on them, the scalping, that occurs, you know, so many people will rush to buy a product and then, you know, mark it up and sell it at, at double the value. I have some qualms with some of those things, but I think that what Pete's done overall, Pete as a person, at least what you see of him in, uh, in the social media sphere, super, super guy. And because of those things that he's done, the Pete's pirate life coin, is is another favorite. So this coin, again, impeccably done, just like everything else that, that Pete does, came in a uh, really gorgeous little wooden box. Uh, everything, of course, 
packed to perfection, designed to perfection. Um, I've, I've never received anything from him that wasn't um, perfect, you know, in all manners of, of the word, even down to the hot sauce that he and Captain Kirk released. The, the hot sauce, gorgeous, the label, <laughs> my gosh, the label, packaging, out of this world, one of the most um, photogenic hot sauce bottles I, I think I've ever seen. But huge fan of of this coin. Outside of that, I have dozens upon dozens of coins in that case right back there. Gold coins, silver coins, brass, copper, bronze, stainless steel, I have got coins on coins on coins. I have coins from knife makers. I've got coins from everywhere. I didn't want to pull all of them out and talk about every single one of them because we would be here for days. I have coins from all over the world that I carry on, on, a, on a pretty well daily basis. I have a lot of them in rotation. I carry them on different days for different reasons. But right now, I would like to move on to a different kind of coin. So this is actually not a coin. It's a poker chip. So this is one uh, poker chip that I have out of about 20 uh, that I picked up when I did the bourbon trail. Uh, Did the bourbon trail with a friend. Had a tremendously good time. Come on, camera focus. Um, Tremendously good time. And uh, I picked up those, those coins throughout uh, to to remember uh, all of the things that that happened during during that trip maximum recording time okay so we will go uh, from here on out without the the camera um, this is one of the first times I've ever recorded a video on my camera and uh, it's apparent that, okay, boom, we are back. So, um, didn't know that my camera apparently has a 30-minute uh, maximum recording on this setting, so whoops. Um, so, we'll, we'll edit that out on the, on the YouTube. Apologize for you guys listening on the podcast because it is all just raw and original. Uh, but the... Uh, the whiskey coins, I've got one from all the distilleries that I went to. They, they, they signify something with each and every uh, place that I went. Um, and I, I keep those. I carry these because of that very reason. I want to remember those, those different items. Um, that was right around the time that I was going to have my son. Uh, I'm not, a, not a, a kid person, so uh, when that came time... I, I needed to let off some steam. I needed to go out and have a, a guy's weekend, uh, and I decided to do the bourbon trail. I mean, you can't get much more of a guy's weekend than that. And these coins, these chips, will always remind me of, of what was going on, how that was going, and uh, it's, it's just really that fantastic of an event for me. Now we have the worry stones or the bullion bars so this is my copper bullion bar or worry stone it's just in the shape of a bar Uh, this one has the um, 
the element. Uh, so it has the CU for copper. This is one ounce of 0.999 copper. This is um, this is formed in the USA, so it's a USA-made uh, item. Doesn't have as much meaning. Doesn't have as much symbology. It's it's just a bar of copper. Uh, I have a few of these. I have them in different metals. So I've got a titanium. I've got a brass. I've got a copper. I've got a, a carbon steel and stainless steel. Uh, and they they're each interesting to carry. Uh, each of them either patinas or does not patina. Um, and there, there's just something cool about having these, having the the elemental designation on them. It's just something that I really like uh, having. More pocket jewelry than meaningful item, but still in the collection. And then the last thing that I've got in this kind of sphere is this Macarta Domino. Uh, this is another fidget worry stone type thing. Uh, you just kind of rotate it in your hand, rub it around. Uh, it's a stress reducer fidget tool. Uh, and again, no significant meaning to it. Uh, nothing significant out of this one. It's just, it looks nice. It's fun to carry. It's fun to fidget with. And that really rounds it up. One other thing that I wanted to talk about. So when you talk about challenge coins, um, worry stones, bullion bars, all of these things, you also have to talk about how you are going to carry them. So I had mentioned earlier, uh, I am in the process of opening up a leather craft business. And uh, one of my first prototypes is this wallet. And it's kind of hard to see. Uh, but it's got a, a card flap, it's got a cash flap, and it has a slot in the back. For those of us that like to carry coins, that becomes a, a coin pouch. Uh, and I have my Carpe Diem EDC coin uh, sitting in that pouch right now, but that pouch also fits all kinds of other things. You can put another card in it. You can put cash in it. You can put guitar pick, SD card, whatever you want in there. It will fit. My intention was an easy way to carry a coin. But outside of that, you will typically have a slip. So coin slips are traditionally made out of leather, something that will patina and change over time like the coin will. Uh, this one, I believe, was made by LLG Leather and Lumber Goods along uh, with this coin. So it went with the 1706 coin. Very well made coin slip. Gorgeous. Has the captain's wheel on there. But I have a number of, of these slips. All kinds of different manufacturers. Different colors of leather, different sizes, different shapes, all kinds of, of different things. They all have their place in the pocket, and a lot of people love carrying them this way. This is the Pete's Pirate Life one. I don't typically like carrying a slip, which is why I did the wallet. The slip to me is just one extra thing to sit in the pocket, and I really like to combine those things together to make them a little bit more efficient to carry. 
So this is kind of my product plug at the end of the of the podcast. So uh, I am in the process of perfecting these and I will be getting these up on the website soon. Uh, there are a couple of little intricacies with the, the making of these wallets that I would like to change before um, I give them out to the public. I'd really like to have a perfect working design uh, before I send these out. But I also wanted to talk about something else. Another new product that is coming out, it's just a simple brass tin. But inside the tin, we've got Beard Bomb. So Renegade EDC has made its first batch of Beard Bomb. We are going to do Kentucky Woods or Bourbon Woods. Uh, I haven't really decided on the name yet, but it is a bourbon and cedar scented uh, beeswax-based beard balm. Uh, this is made from wax from the bees that I keep here on my farm. Uh, so it is a, a natural product um, made here in the USA by myself, uh, and it's going to be sent in these gorgeous little brass tins. Uh, I've got stickers that are printing right now, actually, um, to seal these up on the edges and to label everything on the top. So that is it for this podcast. So I wanted to reiterate now that we are wrapping up. um, One thing that I think that you should take a look at is this book, the code, the evaluation, the protocols, striving to become an eminently qualified human. I really think that uh, that is a fantastic book uh, to check out. If you have been listening to the podcast for any amount of time, you will know that I have quoted Jocko Willink and his books multiple times in this podcast just because um, I, I think that uh, he, he really has a, a great perspective on how to improve your life with discipline, determination, and strength. And if you don't have one of those three things, I think that most of his field manuals for life give you a way to figure it out. They give you a roadmap to figure out how to be a better person. And I'm a hardworking individual. I have got an immense amount of personal growth from reading his books, just taking in his content. So strongly recommend it. Uh, Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Looking forward to hopefully getting this up on YouTube and editing out the mix-up with the camera just shutting off. I do have a fix for it already. Uh, I've already puzzled it out while finishing the, uh, the podcast. So on the next go, we'll have that fixed. Thank you all very much for tuning in. Talk to you next time.